Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Running Late. I won't lie to you. This is the third time I'm recording this episode today, hopefully the last. I really felt like I wasn't able to convey my message how I wanted to. And so I've been saying it over and over and over again. But for full transparency, I'm kind of tired now. (laughs) So let's just cut to the chase because I have a lot of stuff I want to say to you guys. And yeah, let's get started. So today's episode is about faking it until you make it. This is something that I've been thinking about for quite some time now, kind of just milling over because it seems like it's the go-to mantra or go-to piece of advice that everyone shares with you when you are transitioning in your career, when you're applying for something, learning something new, everyone just says, hey, just fake it till you make it. And well, after hearing this a bunch of times and also implementing it for many, many years now, I feel like I'm kind of revisiting that strategy. And I've decided, you know what, I don't want to fake it till I make it. I don't like it because, well, it feels fake. (laughs) I think fake it till you make it is Great advice for something such as smiling, for example. Science literally proves that smiling, forcing yourself to smile, makes you a small degree happier, like just a little bit happier than before you were smiling. Like this is scientifically proven. And for things like that, yes, absolutely fake it till you make it. If you're feeling kind of down on yourself and you know you're wanting to have a better day, put on a smile, put on some good music. Fake it till you make it. Sure, for that kind of scenario, I agree. You should fake it till you make it. Also, can someone please count how many times I end up saying fake it till you make it in this? I, I'm i assuming it's going to be well over 50. Anyway, so for things like that, yes, it makes sense. But what I don't like is when people tell you to fake being overly confident. Confidence is good. If you need a fake confidence, sure. Uh, You know, you're feeling nervous about a speech, you're feeling nervous about making some cold calls, you're uh, nervous about doing a presentation at work. Sure, you should fake a little bit of confidence. But what I mean by faking overconfidence is walking into an interview that you are definitely not qualified for. It is far, far, far from your level of expertise or even knowledge. And you just are dishonest to the interviewer and you lie and you say like, I have all these skill sets because to me, that goes into dishonesty more than just um, more than just like trying to push yourself out of your comfort zone. So as I've been thinking about this, I've decided that, you know what, I no longer want to fake it till I make it. But with that decision, what that means for my life is I'm probably going to end up closing a lot of doors for myself because I think in this world in our society, we've kind of created an environment where you are rewarded for kind of being dishonest and faking it. You are rewarded for it, regardless of if you have the skill set or not. I think a perfect example is Donald Trump. So I think most could agree that Donald Trump did not have the background or the credentials or the knowledge to run for president of the United States. However, He had the guts. 
He was able to fake it. And he really did make it. He originally, if anyone remembers, in 2016, started out as one of those candidates that everyone thought would drop out very quickly. And it was kind of viewed as a joke. But he had so much belief in himself, to a fault, I might add, that people really fell for his fell for his charades. And I don't think he put us in a good spot, especially with how he handled COVID. And I don't mind getting political. I know a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to get political. I don't mind getting political. However, this is this is not the episode to do so. I might do it in another episode. But all that to say, he is a perfect example of someone who just said, you know what, I might not have the qualifications. I might not have the knowledge or anything of that sort, but I'm going to do it anyway. And some people really admire that. Some people call that, you know, being tenacious and call that, you know, I don't know, just like really admire that kind of quality. And I think to an extent it can be appreciated, but the problem is it put our entire country in a really bad spot. And I know Trump is not the only person with that kind of mindset. I'm constantly surrounded by people who say, you know what, it doesn't matter if you know anything or not. When you get there, you'll figure it out. And to an extent, I agree with that. Like, for example, let's say you apply for a job and you've dabbled with Excel, you know, a little bit, but you're not, you know, you don't know macros and VLOOKUPs and all that jazz. But, you know, you still know enough to work the system and then learn along the way that that I don't mind that's a good thing I think but for me I really really value authenticity and I really really value transparency and I feel like it's getting harder and harder for me to be myself and be honest with others and be true to myself because it seems that I'm expected to be this big, louder-than-life personality that I'm really not, especially in places like interviews and, you know, um, the job market. I also think that when you fake it till you make it, you actually are not giving yourself a chance to embrace the newness of things and to actually learn. The beginning of any project or anything that you start can actually be a really beautiful thing because there's trials, there's errors, you're going to mess up, but that's okay because you know on the hundredth time or the 500th time that you do that, you know, project or whatever it is, you're going to look back and be like, I can't believe that's where I started and I can't believe this is how far I got. There's a beautiful thing in the journey and just enjoying the journey of improving and practicing and getting better. But I feel like when you're faking it, you kind of rob yourself of that experience because you have a front to keep up, right? You can't let everyone around you, like for example, your coworkers, you can't let your coworkers know that, hey, I actually don't know how to do this, you know, one task or I'm not the best at it or I could be better because you always have to be on your A game. And I think that's kind of sad because you never get to be yourself. I also just really despise the fact that it's a form of dishonesty. I think we as a society have gotten too used to these little white lies that 
have honestly grown bigger and bigger over the years. Like when you look at social media personalities and then you meet them in person, I know I've faced this many times, you know, you realize that they are also just people when you meet them, but online they've created this like larger than life persona. And turns out when you meet them, they are also just as, you know, insecure or figuring it out as they go but they just don't let that be known. And I just wonder, is that how we're meant to live life? Are we supposed to make it seem like we have it all together? And for whose sake are we doing that? I know it doesn't help the person pretending because you never get to be yourself and you always feel like you're not good enough. And then the people who are around you, who are viewing you, who are watching you be this person or have this personality that is actually not yours does it also benefit them I feel like it doesn't because you're doing yourself a disservice you never really get to connect and know each other I also think that faking it till you make it just kind of ruins trust how do you know who to trust when everyone is around you is just kind of faking it or lying or making themselves seem bigger and better than they are Where is the vulnerability? Because I know that for me, at least, that's how I create connections with people where you get to be vulnerable with one another. And of course, you know, there's a time and a place. I'm not saying that you should walk into a job interview and be vulnerable with the CEO of the company, but it just feels like we've taken this fake it till you make it idea too far. And I, for a long time, have also played into that. And I think that's exactly why I feel like I've lost myself now. Like, I don't even know who I am anymore because I've allowed myself to just kind of be chipped away little by little by always trying to strive to be this more polished version of myself. I don't know. I mean, I think you just don't get to be your real self. And The problem with that is instead of taking the time to actually learn the task or trade at hand or whatever you're faking, instead you're spending your time creating the perfect image of what you wish to portray to others. So who is that really helping? I know these days it's so popular for everyone to claim that they're experts at, like for me in digital marketing, everyone's a media Maven, everyone's a digital marketing guru, like all these words and this terminology that people just use to like describe themselves. Like if everyone's the expert, then why are we even bothering? Who are we teaching? Who are we showing off to? Who who's meant to learn from us if everyone's the expert? I don't know. I just I don't want to be in those kinds of environments anymore where I don't get to be myself. But unfortunately, I feel like I've really I've began to just get used to the fact that I'm not going to be myself, especially in the work environment. And I think that's that's why so many people like, like dislike the corporate lifestyle, the nine to five lifestyle, because you literally feel like you're putting on this fake suit <laughs> of someone that you're not to walk into a workplace. And that's exhausting. And so I feel like I've kind of come to a crossroads where I have to decide, hey, do I want these, you know, accolades and this really big title, like, 
at this job and this, you know, do I want to work for this huge giant company because it's going to look good, even though I know I won't be happy because I won't get to be myself? Or am I okay with closing some doors for myself and finding environments where I'm allowed to be myself? Because to be honest, that seems to be getting harder and harder. Or at least that's what I've seen in the job market. You know, with all that being said, I don't think it's a bad idea to stretch yourself outside of your comfort zone. I think the saying fake it till you make it should actually be rephrased to practice until you make it. Because there's absolutely nothing wrong with pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone. And if anything, that should be encouraged more than faking it. Practicing comes with you know, trial and error and, you know, more graciousness towards yourself and self-acceptance. And that feels a lot more real than outwardly faking it. Another thing that people do when they're faking it is they self-distance. So in psychology, there's a definition for this. I'll read it to you. So self-distancing occurs when An individual views their experience as an observer. In contrast to self-distancing, self-immersed individuals recall events in first person. So a perfect example of this is Beyonce. So Beyonce created a character for herself, an alter ego, Sasha Fierce. And she said in a quote, Sasha Fierce is the fun, more sensual, more aggressive, more outspoken side and more glamorous side that comes out when I'm working and when I'm on the stage. I have someone else that takes over when it's time for me to work and when I'm on stage. This alter ego that I've created kind of protects me in who I really am. And I have mixed feelings about that. I think creating an alter ego can really actually help you protect yourself. I, I agree with that because you're not being too vulnerable with people who are, you know, likely to hurt you. And it seems that Beyonce doesn't really pursue Sasha Fierce anymore. At least from what I've read, she used the alter ego Sasha Fierce until she actually made it. And now she just gets to be herself. But what I don't know is, is that version of herself the one that she was 10 years ago? Or is the version of herself one that she's chipped away at and made suitable for the entertainment industry? I feel like. Of course, I can't speak from personal experience. I'm not in the entertainment industry and music and all that, but I do feel like, you know, it's it's a common saying. People will be like, oh, they've changed. They've, you know, lost themselves. And and there's two sides to every coin. And for this, I think, you know, on one hand you could say, well, no, they haven't changed. They've grown. They've gotten better as a person. And I agree with that. And on the other hand, I do feel like you probably change for the worse a little bit. Maybe you lose a little bit of your empathy, a little bit of your humanity, a little bit of your ethics, a little bit of just your compassion. And you just become a bit more rigid around the edges and a bit harder. And that's definitely something I've seen in the corporate world where people are just malicious. and downright mean and I think it comes with the territory you have to protect yourself so then you become the exact thing that you dislike 
I don't even know if I'm making sense anymore. I might've veered off a little bit, but basically I don't think that self-distancing, like what Beyonce has done with Sasha Pierce is a bad idea. I think it can actually be really, really beneficial depending on the situation. You know, you're about to give a speech. Of course, you're not going to have the same persona and personality that you would have at home with your family. I get that. But it seems that there's a fine line between giving yourself that extra boost of confidence in a moment that you need it and outright faking it and being dishonest with the people around you about your entire identity and about who you are. So with all of that being said, I think, especially with the job hunt that I'm on right now, because I am on a job hunt, I'm going to have a lot harder time finding the right role for me because I don't want to fake it anymore. I don't want to go into an interview and say, I know more than I actually do. Of course, I'd be willing to learn. I'd be willing to put in the time and the effort to improve the skill sets that I have and also learn the ones that I don't already possess. But I no longer want to be in environments where I cannot be myself. And that feels a lot easier to say and do than trying to change everyone else. Because I can't change everyone else. I can't change the world to that degree. I can't, you know, get corporate America to stop being corporate America, where they expect you to answer questions like, what are your strengths and weaknesses? But what they're really looking for is like your faults and like where you're not where you're going to be like lacking, you know, those kinds of because if you think about it, like the preparation that people do for interviews, there are entire programs dedicated to teaching people how to prep for interviews, how to answer, how to walk in, what to wear, how to shake their hand. There are entire scripts and programs that people pay good money for to learn how to interact with people. And I think when it gets to that point, then you're taking away, you're stripping away the humanness of yourself. We know how to interact with one another. It's only when we have to pretend to be something that we're not, that we have to take these classes and courses and watch videos on what kind of questions to ask and what not to ask and, you know, how to exit and how early to get there. And, you know, the the little tricks, like remember the receptionist's name so you can bring her up in the interview and it'll show that you have a good memory. And that just seems so pre-planned to me. And so exhausting. And I've been there and I've done that. And every time I've left those interviews or every time I've left those jobs, once I come off the initial high, I feel crappy. Because that wasn't me in there. That was something else. That was someone else. I just would love to find an environment where I get to be accepted for myself, including my skill sets. As well as, you know, my faults and as well as things that I'm still working on and learning. I despise the idea that we are expected to have it all together. I mean, I'm only 25. I think before the, you know, invention of social media, I don't think 20 years ago someone would have expected a 25-year-old to have it all together. But at this point, it feels like at my big slash small age, I'm supposed to know it all and how can I know it all I've I've barely been in you know I've barely been out of school I've barely been in the workforce 
for a couple of years. How can I know it all? And why am I expected to? And why are college students, fresh, you know, students that are just graduating at 22, 23, why are they expected to know it all? And why do we not embrace the newness of learning and the newness of a brand new situation? I also think this this exact reason is why people give up on their hobbies so quickly because if you're not perfect at it the first time around like for example for me something that I do on the side is I create like resin coasters or resin art in general I really had to tell myself like hey you don't have to be perfect at this because I was ready to give up after the first couple of times when you know I wasn't able to get the air bubbles out and all these things Why do I think that way? It's because in the society that I live in, in the environment that we're in, if you're not amazing at something from the first time, people kind of give you crap for it or you you don't get the encouragement that you need to keep going and to keep trying. Instead, you get silence and that can be, you know, a silence can be deafening. So... Here was another rant style episode about faking it until you make it. To conclude, I guess what I will say is I don't want to do that anymore. I am who I am. I know what I know. I have so much room for improvement. I have so much improve, like room for learning and I'm willing to do that. And I hope that as I move forward throughout my career, I'm able to continue to find workplaces that welcome that kind of mindset. And I hope I'm no longer expected to be something that I'm not. And I hope that I never have to fake it to make it. And instead, I'm just allowed to practice and learn until I make it. So yeah, that's my <laughs> that's my rant for today. Let me know what you guys think. What is your guys's definition of fake it till you make it? I'm sure some people have a different definition than I do and like a different understanding of it. Do you personally think that it's helpful and beneficial? Do you think it's a necessary evil? Do you think it's not evil at all? Do you think it's not that big of a deal? Am I overthinking it? I would love, 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 love to get your guys' thoughts on this. It's just, I haven't found that kind of environment yet where it feels like I can talk about this without people bringing up, you know, hustle culture and the grind. And it seems like, we reward one another for for having it all together and doing more than humanly possible than instead of just accepting one another for who we are. So sorry if that sounds a little hippy-dippy of me, but uh, let me know what your thoughts are and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.